Welcome, everybody, in the Movie Guys Verse. This is Jordan here, part of Movie Guys Podcast. We wanted to say thank you so much for downloading this most recent episode. If you don't know what Movie Guys Podcast is, we are a new movie review show that is updated weekly. You can check us out at movieguyspodcast.com and also movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody, uh, and welcome to another awesome episode of Movie Guys Podcast. And tonight we are talking about Dumbo, the 2019 remake slash the same movie, not really, just with a different title. It's weird. Anyway, we're going to talk about it tonight. Uh, but uh, I am Jordan. I'm joined here, like always, with Eric and Ed. Eric, how are you doing tonight, buddy? Oh, um, um, let's get ready to Dumbo. Mm. I'm doing <laughs> Best part of the movie with the Michael Buffer. Ed, how are you doing? I'm all ears to hear you guys' thoughts on this movie. There we go. I can't compete. There we go. No, no, nobody can compete. Ed is the king of the puns because uh, he's the last one. Eric, I think you would be. We should have had you write for this movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can tell you what I wouldn't have done. We'll get into that in a minute. Just, oh. Just, just real quick. Um. Uh, uh, why did we decide to watch this movie? Yeah, so uh, we here at Movie Guys Podcast are big into completing. I guess you would say we are completionists. And this is actually our part two of our ever-going brand-new live Disney action series. Part one, you can find it in our archives at movieguyspodcast.com, where we did Beauty and the Beast. That was our first movie of our live-action Disney. So Disney is cr- recreating all their movies. So the reason why the Jungle Book, sorry to interrupt. Did we not do Jungle Book? We did not do Jungle Book because of a scheduling issue on my end when it comes to anyway. So uh, we skipped Jungle Book, but we're going into Dumbo. But the reason why we're doing Dumbo tonight is because we're leading up to other movies this year, which would be Aladdin, also The Lion King, and yep. The Lift. Two, Maleficent 2 just got announced this year as well. Yeah. So there are big Disney movies coming up. That's why we're doing this one. And also Tim Burton is directing it. So that's why we're doing this one tonight. I know, Eric, you're like, I know for the past few months you were looking at the schedule behind the scenes. You're like, why are we doing Dumbo? <laughs> just not interested in this. I, I had, no. You know, there's, there's a... Um... The thing where you know you have to vote for your dollar and you know like let let it be known uh, uh, with the audience wants. I know that this will will do well because it's a Disney, it's family, and that's disappointing because they will encourage it to do more. I don't like these these Disney remakes of what they're doing. Um, they're doing the reimagining, and it just feels like it's a it's a cash cow. It's not done for any storytelling or artistic purpose it's plain and simply because they can flex with some cgi technology and make a couple million on the side before we get into ed here real quick i'm curious eric i remember that review you liked beauty and the beast the live action movie so i'm so i'm 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 interested in that opinion that you just shared sure because being the beast you liked well beauty and the beast the one that we saw uh on with Emma Watson, right? Um, yeah. That's based off of a Broadway play. 
So you you have kind of a, a different vision that's going into it, whereas this was not. This was written by some bros who just do a lot of um, I don't know, kind of like, like yeah. This one did like a lot of the Transformers. This one, uh, oh. yeah, uh, Reindeer Games. Here we go. Oh. Yeah. Um, so he did a little bit of uh, everything. Whoops. Uh, what's his name? Aaron Kruger. So we're going to spell that name. But uh, one of the screenwrites in that. I liked Arlington Road. Apparently he wrote that. But um, this one, I don't know. It just seems like it was a paycheck movie, right? Like, so it, it's what it is. It's a family. It's, it's a paycheck movie. Like, that's why it I didn't want to see paycheck. this movie. Aaron Kruger, I just looked it up when you said it. I knew that name sound familiar because there was a connection. Aaron Kruger, Freddy Kruger, Wes Craven did the Scream movies and Nightmare on Elm Street. Aaron Kruger wrote the third Scream movie. That's, that's, there we go. That's, oof, that's a bad one. Uh, well, Ed, six six degrees of Kevin Bacon or seven degrees yeah. of Kevin Bacon. Ed, we haven't heard from you in a while here tonight. Were you interested or excited to see Dumbo here before we get into the review? Uh, because of my love of the Jungle Book live-action version, I was. Um, and then I feel like that. You know that feeling you get when you eat Chinese food, like God. you're eating it and you're just like, you know what? This isn't this isn't bad. Like I'm, I'm eating it and it's it's good. And then you start to digest it a little bit and you're like, holy shit! I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Like I absolutely should not have done that. That's this movie in a nutshell. So yes, I was excited to see it, and then I got diarrhea. Oh my god, man! Well, Eric, you know what? You could be wrong on this. This movie is not doing very well at all. The movie was made for 170 million and has only grossed 127.1 million, and it's been out for a week. Uh, this movie is directed by Tim Burton and. If he was still married to Alina Bottom Carter, she would be playing the French woman. Of course she would be. Um, so this is Tim Burton post Helena Bottom Carter. So before we get into the overall film, let's talk about Tim Burton. Okay. Tim Burton sucks. He sucks. <laughs> well, well, um, well said there. Uh, whoa. Fuck both of you. No, I, so, I, no, no, no. I, listen, I'm a fan of Tim Burton too. I don't mean to cut you off there, but I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah, you got Batman and Batman 2, which is Batman Returns. Batman Great. Returns, yeah. Batman Returns is the greatest German expressionism, art deco, cyberpunk movie I have seen in the modern era, right? It is just Tim Burton at his best when it comes to the design. Well, it certainly isn't Batman, but yes. No. It's well. It's it is an interesting it's design. It's not, but it's it's decent. Then he does Beetlejuice, you know, and he does Edward Scissorhands, and all that stuff is great. Johnny Jepp and the Chocolate Factory just ruined his career. No, nope, you're wrong. Just Everything right you say from here on out is discounted about Tim Burton. You're absolutely incorrect. That was his best work. Absolutely best work. Oh, one hundred percent. Wait a minute. What? Okay, we don't need to, to go into the into dipping of uh, of the filmography of Tim Burton here. No, but there's a reason why I'm saying this though. It's because this movie did not need one thing, and that one thing is Tim Burton. His 
German expressionism was not needed for this movie. It happens later. We'll get into the details later, but they're in the middle of the movie when they go to Dreamland, Disney World, essentially, Disneyland. It's creepy. It's scary. It's cyberpunk. It's art deco. It's German expressionism. It's not a kid. For, they have a, a section of Dreamland called Nightmareland, and it gave me nightmares. It was scary. Like, that's not this movie. What, Dumbo? It's just what not. No, 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 no. Ooh. Dumbo had the trippy part. The original cartoon. What was it? 19, uh, 60, 41. 40, 41. 1941, yeah. Uh, there we go. Uh, that, I mean, that was you know a weird part. Was, when he got, when Dumbo got drunk uh, and, had, and went on the Pel uh, Elephants on Parade, that was freaky shit. And that's what kids got to see, and you get to grow up with that. And you're saying that uh, a little little Tim Burton darkness here is gonna is gonna scare a kid or two. Well, the reason why I said that Tim Burton's German expressionism is too much is because it is so in your face of artistic douchebaggery that he's not realizing that he's making a Disney live action movie about a flying elephant. You know, he needs to make this more of that kind of style. Uh, he does and the not same thing this. with Alice in Wonderland. He did. He did. That's another one. So okay. So Ed has done his research on this one. I've done my research. I've seen this movie twice, and I saw the original, which I've never seen. I've actually never seen Dumbo before, uh, before this review, the original. Is this a movie that you've heard a thousand times, but you've never actually seen it? Um, and the reason why um, that I... This movie is not Dumbo, right? I mean, this is completely different, because let's just be very, very quick with it. Dumbo doesn't fly into the last five minutes of the original movie. And this whole movie's based on him flying. So that is weird. Uh, Ed, what do you feel about the family first? Let's talk about the circus and the family. This movie takes place after World War I in 1918, uh, 1919. And Colin Farrell is the star of this movie, and he's an amputee. What do you think about Colin Farrell's performance in this one, Ed? I... I feel like Colin Farrell is a very good actor, and I feel like a lot of his work, his best work, is when he's sort of like mellowed out, which he was throughout this whole film. Um, with that being said, I felt like his entire character was unnecessary. I felt like the kid's motivation for helping Dumbo would have been better served with their dad as a memory as opposed to a guy who used to be the center of the show that is now just desperate to find something else to become the center of the show. Um, and it's very weirdly written in the sense that the kids are Dumbo's motivation, but Colin Farrell is the center of the story about a flying elephant. You know what, Ed? I'm going to agree with you on that. Colin Farrell is good when he's level because Colin Farrell is not good when he's, when he's bullseye. Yeah, you know, it's absolutely crazy. Right. I, I mean, he would like that he was, was good. His fault. <laughs> like <laughs> in 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 True Detective, the season he was in, season two, that season was just absolutely awful. But he was great in it because he sort of was like this mellow dude. Uh, crazy Heart, uh, he was great in Crazy Heart as a supporting character. When he has to really work really hard, he's not that good. But when he's able to just sort of. I don't want to stay drunken because that's that's it's not necessarily accurate. But when he's able to have like just sit back and have some whiskey and then go out and do his scene, minority and he doesn't, report. 
Yeah, when and this is gonna sound really terrible because I don't hate him, but when he doesn't have to actually go out and act, oh god, <laughs> he's good. But when he has to go and perform, he's not as good as he is when he doesn't have to. Maybe, so it's, just, maybe it's just he's so he's he's so scrumptious that like you have to like him when he's on screen. So then, so that means so, so that means you liked his phone-in performance for the Total Recall remake, then. So okay, I got you. Well, he, he, um, he, sure, we'll go with it. We'll go with that, Eric. So this movie's focused on Colin Farrell coming back from World War One as an amputee, and he has his two kids, and their wife has passed away. What happened to the wife? Did I miss this after seeing it two times? You've seen it twice, and you don't know what happened to the wife. I I thought that it was just kind of um, you, you didn't need to know. I mean, she's but I wanted gone. to know. I think she's just gone. Yeah, I, I think I, she's I, dead. I, yeah, she's I, dead. I, right? I thought, well, yeah, but I I had never really. I never, I didn't retain any cause. I didn't, I didn't know if they had said anything about that. I, That's I why that I was that, asking. Oh no, I, I don't. If, if they did, then I missed it. But I thought that they was just kind of like a, uh, yeah, you know, message received. We don't need that that detail anymore, or to go into any more detail. It's just except she was, that. she was not a part of the circus, right? Was she not originally? She would have had to have been. She would have had to have been. Well, see, now that's what I'm saying is because I saw this movie twice, and I'm going to explain why I saw this twice. I saw it in theaters with my yeah. daughter. Oh, yeah, because the horses. Yeah, exactly. I saw this in theaters with my daughter, and then I went back to see it through our eyes because I saw it through a two-and-a-half-year-old's eyes, you know, with my daughter. But what is it when they're doing their flying over the air thing, like like with Dick Grayson, trapeze, trapeze yes. artist? yes. I like how you made a Robin reference, but didn't Thank know you. what trapeze was for a moment. Like, you, you remembered Robin, but not a trapeze oh, yeah. artist, right? God bless Batman forever. Um, <laughs> so, so now, so this is my question for you, Eric. Would it have been better for the movie, just as a character uh, plot here, to say, "Hey, Colin Farrell, sorry that you lost your arm in the Great War. Your wife died in a trapeze accident, and now he is struggling." to come back to the circus because of that instance kind of a thing, kind of just give him more weight for his character because Ed is right. He's just there for no reason. Yeah, I, mean, I would it be Ed, better. I agree with you a hundred percent. Actually that I, I feel like Colin Farrell's character could have been better spent as uh, they, they wanted some sort of uh, attractive male lead. It's what, what I'm getting at. Right. Mm -hmm. Someone to kind of yeah. stand up for, for whatever they're, they're doing their adventures. I feel mm -hmm. that takes away a lot of the character from, or potential character from the other protagonists of the film. Uh, so yeah, I, I feel like he, he completely unneeded. Um, you could have had those kids just be carnival kids, just be orphans, and they have a little side gig, or like they clean, or they have a skill. It's like I don't know, a little juggling act, or they're a barker. I don't know what the hell, but they're an outcast, kind of like Dumbo. That's what they should have done. And so that oh, would have been a relatability there. And then because um, that's how that mouse was, he was just kind of a yeah, which which would have been in my later argument, which you'll hear, which would have been made more sense that a they were just nobodies, or b that Colin Farrell was their dad and they were remembering him and he was their ghost maybe, but it would have given like a legitimate reasoning behind why they did what they did to help Dumbo, you know, because like Timothy Q. Mouse in the original was an outcast, he was a mouse. So, like, there's reasons why he befriended Dumbo. A mouse wearing a Sergeant Pepper's costume. 
that significantly earlier than, than, than the album, but yes, we'll go with it. Significantly early. That's true. Yeah, the mouse wasn't on acid like the Beatles were. So, um, so it is what you wear when you take acid, right? So it is implied that, that a stork dropped off Dumbo, just like in the original, because there is a stork on top of the train car, and then Dumbo is born. So we'll just go with that for the sake of kids. This is an educational show. We're not going to sure. go that deep. Yeah, yeah. And, and the stork drops off baby Dumbo, and his mother's name is Jumbo, and he's different. He's an elephant. He's a baby elephant, and he is cute. I'm just – he's cute. He's a cute CGI creation, and he has the biggest floppy ears that they have ever seen. And Danny DeVito, who was in charge of the circus, is pissed off. Pissed off. So we're going to skip just a little bit because we're not going to do every little detail. But um, the kids, Colin Farrell's kids, uh, play with Dumbo with his big ears. He accidentally sniffs a feather, and he discovers that he can fly. So they are trying to promote that this failing circus, because they're on their last dime, that they have a flying elephant, um, kind of a failure. So then they dress him up as a firefighter clown. Okay, and then it goes to him actually, right? Classic scene, and then it goes to he is now famous. People know that they have a flying elephant, and here comes Michael Keaton. So Tim Burton is now Quentin Tarantino. He decides he's going to bring back some of his old actors from his old movies, and we got a Batman Returns reunion here. I'm just surprised Johnny Depp's not in this movie. He doesn't need to be. And uh, Michael Keaton plays a blonde hair uh, Walt Disney, right? Because that's who this that that's who he's channeling, right? No, wouldn't uh, that's who Michael Keaton playing? Wouldn't Arkin be more more of the Disney type? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right, but yeah. I, and I see, I see he arrived. He's Michael Eisner yeah. then, or uh, Mike, else the CEO. Michael Keaton arrives. Uh, with his fancy car and blows everybody out of the water with his pizzazz of a showmanship. And he wants to be a partner with the Penguin. I mean, Danny DeVito. And um, they sign a partnership. And Michael Keaton says, okay, you're going to take all your all your freaks in the circus and all this stuff in Dumbo. I'm going to hire you guys and you're going to go to Dreamland. And we're going to give you a place to live. And boom, we're going to have a show and everything is going to be awesome. So we know at this point, guys, where this movie's going, right? I mean, like, we all know the yeah, story. Setting up for disaster, right? Climb, right. Climbing you up so you, you can slap you right back down. So, so we get to kind of story. We get to Dreamland, which is Disneyland. We get uh, something, something, World of Science, which is Tomorrowland. Just to, to kind of, like, fast forward on, on everything else, like, the basic plot of the movie is that uh, to make ends meet, they sell Jumbo, Dumbo's mom, and in mm. order to win or buy her back, the goal is that the kids, along with Dumbo, will raise enough money from ticket sales in order to buy Jumbo back. So she essentially, or Dumbo, he, she, Dumbo, has to fly for her mother's, his mother's freedom. Yeah, fly. Fly for the freedom. You have Basically, to do it, right? Basically, what what this kind of what this movie is here. So yeah. um, we didn't get any any of the songs that that were made it classic, but it's just what it is. Yeah. So mm -hmm. Eric, 
this is where I was leading up to my question for you. And, I, and, and I'm actually going to ask Ed the same question. Now, I know this is a live-action Disney movie, and they're trying to be realistic with their stuff, but we had Talking Animals and Jungle Book. Eric, are you missing the classic characters of the mouse, the crows, talking animals here, talking well, creatures? I think it was funny, too, that Michael Buffer kind of had those quotes of, uh, you've, you've seen a dragonfly, you've seen a house fly. Kind of, kind of. That was a, a nice little nod there too when you said that. Um, but yeah, of course, like the, that. That's an eccentric group of characters that Cartoon Disney often has, and why it makes uh, their movies so memorable is just because you have all just kind of shapes and sizes, basically, uh, in represented in a movie. And yeah, um, yeah it's just. Uh, and uh, well, also the music too. I think the music would be more right. more memorable. And uh, yeah, no matter how how racist it may be, it, it was still still fun to watch. So now, Ed, I'm asking the same question, but you and I had a conversation previous to this recording, and you have something big that you want to say about mm -hmm. them going to Dreamland, where Dumbo gets his motivation. Yes. Compared to the original movie. So, Eric, this is a very interesting argument. I, I, I really am interested to see what you have to say about this, Eric. So, Ed, say your piece. What is your big gripe with this movie when it comes so, to the experience? Sure. So, first of all, they did have a little image of the mouse at the, at the beginning of the movie. They do have that. There's some good imagery that harkens back to the original. I respect that. And, yes, for 1941, it wasn't, but by all standards of what is racist, those crows represented a racist dep depiction of of, of African Americans. Right? It just is what it. It just is what it is. That's, that's right. a fact. Whatever, man. Yeah, we, but, we all know it. Move on. So the reason the reason why Dumbo real what happens with Dumbo is they get, he he gets drunk because the clowns accidentally spill a beer into his water dish. He gets drunk. He had the pink elephant scene and he wakes up in a, uh, he wakes up in a, in a tree and the crows representing African-Americans, unfortunately the way they were depicted is what it is, but they were like, Oh, they're laughing at him. They're making fun of him. How'd, like, how'd you get up there, man? Like you, what, what, you was an elephant. How'd you, how'd you fly? Right? Like what'd you, what'd you do? Fly? How'd you, how'd you get up there? So, and Dumbo, scared, as he was in, in, in this version, he's, he freaks out and he falls. And that's where he learns to fly. And the crows are like, whoa, like, yo, man, like, you're, you're, you're like one of us, man, because, like, you can fly. You're, you, that's awesome. I don't believe it. I didn't believe it. But I done seen down everything because I seen an elephant fly. <laughs> There, right? Yeah, there was it, a big old flying song. Old yeah, flying like flying. yeah, right. It's it, it's I've seen it. It exists, and like these crows, African Americans have been seen as less than. And Dumbo, because of his ears throughout the entire first movie, has been seen as we don't want your kind. We don't want you around us. The other elephants, once his mom goes crazy trying to defend him, the other elephants turn their backs on him. So, as a minority elephant he is motivated by the minorities in the original movie. So go to this movie. That's okay. Right. I forgot about that scene in the, in the cartoon. <laughs> so go to this movie, right? I get that you had to change 
some things and you can't show those same crows today. I get it. I, and I would not, I would have felt awkward had they done something like that. I really would have, I really would have. But the reason Dumbo's motivation for flying, what, what motivates him to learn to fly is the empowerment he got from African-Americans, right? The black crows. And I know that sounds dumb. I know that sounds dumb, but like the minorities, I'm not stopping you because I want to hear it. Okay, so in this movie, you take away all you take away all aspects of the minority of him being a minority, and he's motivated by two white kids in an effort. This is more of a this is more of a shot on modern day Hollywood's afraid afraid to say something controversial that they take out what is controversial and replace it with just two white kids, like. His motivation isn't him being motivated by people who were looked down upon, these crows. He was motivated by money and greed to get his mom and two white kids who said you who tricked them into fucking flying for their own motive for their own shit. Okay. Okay. All right. So okay, so Eric, do you, what do you feel about that argument? What do you feel? I, I think you're overthinking it. That's for damn sure. I, I hear you, and I, I I understand how you got there. Um, I do very much feel that it's just it, it's just not that. I I felt that the writers were just trying to make a simple movie, make it like a fucking. I'm not even kidding you, dude. I think this felt like it was like a 30 page script. You know, this nice. script yeah. felt it felt light because this movie I, it, it was all eye candy that's what this wanted this was a kid dependent movie this was for ages 12 and under that's what this movie was for and there was no none of that adult like little little you know cheeky humor that goes in there the witty shit's in there this was mm-hmm. all just 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 kid and look at the pretty colors that's all this was a field trip movie and, and um if you're if you're trying to, to to put any any other sort of sub subtext into it, I mean, sh- sure, I, mean, I you could break it down and, and analyze it for for what it is. I didn't see that. I felt it just to be a, some sort of simple movie. Uh, yeah, you know what? I, I felt like they probably were whitewashing it just to be fucking safe. Um, but it, yeah, and a lot of it was really unnecessary. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, Eric, Ed has one more thing that's shorter. Please, go Ed ahead. has something to. Ed has something to say about how African-Americans were depicted in this film, Dumbo 2019, and how it's different from the original. Ed, go ahead and say your piece on so, that. Yes. Again, I'm going to say this for the thousandth time. It is today, By today's standard, it is absolutely abhorrent to look back at those crows and realize what they were meant to represent. However, they took out that whole aspect, and the only black guy in the movie was a mute who played the drums. Yeah, the strongest man. Yeah, he's the world's strongest man, sure, but he's a mute who gets yelled at by miniature Danny DeVito in 1919, mind you. Remember where we were in 1919, okay? Yeah, and he doesn't speak, and he gets screamed at by Danny DeVito the whole movie, except for the time he's making he's, he's playing a drum. That to me is more of a racist is an is a more of a racist depiction today than in 1941 the depiction of the crows. If you remember where we were, okay. Eric, how do you feel about that? It, by today's standards, it's not. I'm just saying, from where we were as a society, you take 
African-Americans out of the story in their entirety and make the only one that's in the damn thing a mute as opposed to the motive as a as opposed to the person who motivates the different kid from being himself, from learning how to fly, from being really what you meant to be. Okay. 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 So Eric, do you have any rebuttal on that at all? Do you see what he's saying? I, I do. I listen. I do. I, I just think that you're, might be overthinking. I think that just a bunch of white people were just like, yeah, let's get some other white people and fucking make a movie. And they made one that was just lame as shit. This this movie tasted like uh, like an average white chicken with no salt. You know what I mean? <laughs> there you go. Like yeah, that's just that's just that's just basically what this was. I'm not even kidding you. Like, and that's why it was just kind of lame and, and bland and vanilla. You knew it was going to so, happen. It was a pretty movie, and then it just, you know. So now we know what's going to happen. Right, we're into going into our climax of the movie. Michael Keaton is actually da 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 a bad guy twisting his mustache on the uh, rail yard there, and he says to Danny DeVito, "You need to fire all your all your circus people because I said I would hire them, but I didn't say for how long. They're going to keep Dumbo, but Dumbo is failing to impress people, even though he is flying." Dumbo finds out that his mother Jumbo is actually in the nightmare land part of this of the um, of the uh, of the dreamland, and he wants to be with his mother. So Michael Keaton is going to kill Jumbo. Why not? Right? Let's kill her. So big climax ensues. Right? Dumbo finally, you know, saves the day. Everybody's happy. And there's a big fire that comes out, and Michael Keaton uh, is in trouble because pretty much he is arson and he is defrauding and all that fun shit. And uh, Danny DeVito and the rest of his circus people get a chance to reopen their circus. Everybody is happy. Frenchie and Colin Farrow's together. And Dumbo gets to go to the jungle with the rest of the elephants and fly, and they all greet him with open trunks. That's that. I mean, that's. I don't mean to skim through thirty minutes of the movie, there, fans, but this movie's vanilla. Dumbo's born. Dumbo is ridiculed. He's a minority. He goes to Dreamland. His mother's there. Shenanigans ensue. Saves the day. Happy ending. I mean, that's that is the fucking movie. This is a cookie cutter fucking movie. Yeah, it's pretty basic. Very, very fucking basic. You had a great point in the same conversation that you referenced leading up to me. You made a great point about Tim Burton in this movie. I'd like you to share it with with the movie guys first. About the Art Deco, or no, 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 no. About who the the way this movie should have been directed and by who. So Tim Burton. Before we get into popcorn ratings, thank you for reminding me. Tim Burton and uh, Eric. I don't know if you agree with me. Terrible choice to have Tim Burton do this movie. Tim Burton is not the guy to do this movie. Sure. Uh, should have been a gun for hire. Just, just, just some random guy who did music videos. Just some random director. Why? Why, Why do you hire? Because, because his style does not fit this movie. I mean, no. he should be making he should be making Sweeney Todd six by now. He shouldn't be doing this shit. You know, like this is this is Dumbo, Dumbo, Snow White, Bambi, Cinderella. These are Disney classics staples. Tim Burton does not have this kind of style for this movie. They should have hired a guy off the street just to say, okay, put the camera in the tripod, press record. Colin Farrell's here for the sex appeal. Let's go. I mean, it just, it was unnecessary. 
unnecessary. Yeah, I, I think they probably could have gone uh, a different route with the Tim Burton. But again, like going off of that same Tim Burton note, he just seems to um, be committing too much to to his like hot topic brand. You know, <laughs> that that's what that's what it is. Like he just stays. Nice. He just kind of stays in that in that wheelhouse, and it's it's safety. People yeah. just know it's like, oh yeah, we'll just stick with, and just you you can go outside of that, man. Like Tim, you can yeah. do other things. You can you can big fish it again. You know, don't be afraid. Bright eyes, it big eyes, bright eyes. What's it? Bright eyes. I think big eyes, big eyes, big eyes. I, I just you actually know what? Uh, since you said that here, because of hot topic, I want to know how much money that motherfucker Tim Burton makes off a of hot doc because all they fucking ever sell is Jack Skeleton shit. <laughs> yeah, I I want to know that. Ah, I'm sure that and in, that and independent wrestling tees. Hashtag call to the ring. Okay, we got a self promotion for our sister show. So let's get into our popcorn ratings here, Eric. I want to know. I'm really curious, buddy. What is your popcorn rating for Dumbo 2019? It's a small bag. It's a kid's movie. I'm not a kid. One for me. End of review. That's that's basic. Okay. That's exactly what this is. It's a simple movie. If you're digging anything more, you shouldn't. Simple movie. Kid's movie. Move it on. Put it in the library. Oh. Swipe, swipe left. All right. Small bag. Respectable. Ed. What is your popcorn rating for Dumbo 2019? So, even the original, even though I just talked about everything I just talked about, the original, like, there's just it's just real fucking vanilla too. It just is. The motive, the 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 the, the thing about the whole story of Dumbo is, if you're different, you can fucking fly. Just because you got big ears doesn't mean you can't fly. Just because you got freckles doesn't mean you can't do this. Just because you're this thing that's different and you're being shunned doesn't mean you can't do this. But outside of that little bit of, of, of undertones, it's like you're 100% right. Motivate the Dumbo is vanilla. Tim Burton is just the wrong guy for this movie, man. You know, and he's great. I love Beetlejuice, Edward Scissorhands. I like he. I had, uh, you know, the. I like Frankenweenie. I like all of his movies except for this one. So, yeah, it's a kid's movie. Uh, I, I like kid's movies as an adult. It's weird. I get it. But, like, I just – it doesn't I, – I don't see the appeal for me. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm not even – I'm going to go with zero no bag. Wow. No bag. No bag. It's no because bag. of the – it, we, like we talked about other reasons why. I'm also – Flying. Yeah. I think it's kind of Colin. I really do agree that Colin Farrell's character really just just was not needed really in this movie at mm-hmm. all. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. The least needed main character in the history of film. It's not. Uh, the, it's, the movie's not even named for him. It's named for a fucking. It's named for a a, a, a supporting elephant. character. Yeah. It's named for a supporting character in the story. Absolutely. Okay. Um. So I'll make mine short and sweet too here. Uh, the reason why, again, that I saw this movie twice for my popcorn rating is because I have a two-and-a-half-year-old little girl. So I wanted to see it through her eyes, and she was not intrigued at all. She would rather watch Fancy Nancy or Mickey Mouse or something else or Moana. Uh, this movie just didn't do it for her. And it also, following suit with her daddy here, it didn't, it, it 
didn't suit for me too. Uh, this movie is a kid's movie, but the problem with this movie, with not being a kid's movie, is that it's vanilla. Just Let's just put the fact that this is a kid's movie aside for a second. This movie is ABC plot. There is nothing important. There is nothing intriguing. Characters are bland. This this is this is this movie is chicken and white rice. It's just bland. You know, it's it there's nothing to it. And I and I and I expected more from Disney since they're monopolizing everything and now they have Die Hard and Alien and Predator, mm -hmm. God bless them. You know, I just I just don't understand it. Now I can watch a kid's movie like Beauty and the Beast, like we did before, and I can be moved by something if there's something in it. There was nothing in this besides Tim Burton's douchebaggery of "Look at me, I know German expressionism." Nah! It just shut the fuck up, Tim. I just I'm I'm sick of it. Uh, not a good film at all. Uh, I'm gonna go with Ed on this one. Uh, no bags of popcorn. This movie is not worth any bag of popcorn. Wow, just a I, bad movie. I, I mean, I feel like I'm out of place then. <laughs> well, no, well, I, I I stick with it because I don't think it's a. I mean, it's a pretty-looking movie, and I'm sure, again, if I was a kid, I, I might have a different opinion, but... But my two generous. What's that? Another thing I'd like to complain about, and Jordan, you actually brought this up, is that it's... Not that the story is, but it's just... It, the movie's dark. Like, there's... It's it's so black... Like this, it's just... It's pitch black when you watch the movie. It's very dark. Yeah, it's not, it's not, in, not in the theory way, not in the sad way, no, no, or like the bad that. way. In like an yeah. actual, literally, if you were to, yeah. to frame, like yes, a, a hue of a hue of dark color. Yeah. I'd be mean, like Tim Burton decided to when they put this in the editing floor to decide to put this contrast of it to make it look like a nineteen early nineteen hundred thing, and it, it it just didn't look good. It was not a pretty movie. It didn't look good. It looked sickly. It it it, it just looked. It looked like this movie looked like okay. It is end of winter. It's going into spring. I have the flu. I have the sniffles. You know this movie looks sickly. It just sure. looked he, bad. He put it in the lo-fi filter on Instagram. There you go. It's just so that's what my review was overall. In a nutshell, Eric is that I have to look at this from our eyes. Oh, and this movie right telling there. me that there's this there's this nothing to this movie. I, so yeah, I wish I could disagree, but I can't. So, um, but we hope to give everybody who's listening to this episode a great review next week. I'm so excited because maybe the Stephen King fan. Next week we're interview. We are reviewing Pet Cemetery, the remake of the uh, late '80s Pet Cemetery movie. I am so excited to get into Stephen King here. Uh, I can't. I, I I just don't know how else to end with with Pet Cemetery. This is gonna be fucking fun. I hope. I'm not expecting great. I'm expecting fun. I'm expecting a good Pet Cemetery movie. So, Eric, Ed, are you guys excited about Pet Cemetery before oh, we close yeah. out? Is this oh, God, excited yeah. for? Fuck right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be watching the original after the review tonight here to get prepared for so. so. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening to this episode. Before we close out real quick, Eric, I like beer. Do you like beer, Eric? I like beer. Right, Ed? Where can some of our fans check out some awesome beer? On the great website, InsideTheCellar.com. Uh, you know, it's not only just about beer, it's also about wine. Uh, it's, definitely, it's definitely the Amazon of adult beverages. 
Um, you know, for things like you live, you may live in, in Western Pennsylvania or Northwest Ohio or, you know, Detroit metropolitan area. And, you know, you travel a little bit and you, and you taste a beer that you just can't get where you're, where you live. Um, inside the is here to help you out. Uh, craft beers, wine, other accessories and whatnot. Just go to inside the cellar.com. Tell them we sent you and they'll hook you up. And please drink responsibly. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. Make sure you check us out at movieguyspodcast.com, movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. Download other episodes from iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, and also the Podbean app, Movie Guys Podcast. Check us out on our social media pages on Facebook, on Twitter, and Instagram. Search for Movie Guys Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And we will be back next week, next Thursday, like always, for another awesome episode for Pet Cemetery. Eric and Ed, thank you so much for joining me. Have a good night.